Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Zing. The sight of a woman in a harness with a cock is really just something you should see in your life if you never have. Today on My First Time, we look at the pleasurable ins and outs of pegging to ask if every single couple should try pegging once. My name is Nikki, and this is the story of how I pegged somebody for the first time. For those of you who don't know what pegging means and didn't watch the Broad City episode where Abby famously pegs her crush, let's go with Urban Dictionary. Instead of the man sticking his penis up the woman's butt, the woman wears a strap-on and sticks it up the man's butt. Admittedly, not the most elegant definition, but it'll do. Now, we're no strangers to pegging it broadly. We did a story way back in 2015 about the rising number of straight guys who were getting into it. But what we didn't get was the perspective of a woman, and that's what we're here to find out today. Nikki Hodgson is an author, broadcaster, and the host of a podcast called The Curious Nature of Sex. Many moons ago, however, she was also a naive but willing pegging participant. I knew nothing about it whatsoever. I had never actually seen anybody have strap-on sex in porn so I had to have the whole thing explained to me by the other mistress that I worked with I was literally a complete novice um, I was her vanilla girl assistant who basically didn't know anything about BDSM but had a curiosity about it and um, she took me on and gave me 30 pounds an hour to watch the people be debauched while I, I just literally sat there and act shocked we always called it strap on we didn't call it pegging then it was quite a few years ago actually as well and I noticed that the terminology has changed because I think the word pegging comes from a Dan Savage broadcast where they decided they were going to find a better word for it than strap on play she just showed me her equipment that was the first thing she did she showed me her little leather harness that was perfectly made for her her various cocks of different sizes and colors and widths and shapes and some of them vibrated and some didn't and uh, she just explained to me that there were huge swathes of men in the world that were desperate to be pegged Um, And would I like to see at some point? And it was one of those things that because I didn't have any BDSM experience, it took a little while for me to not feel so squeamish about, I think. We'll talk later about Nikki's advice for those of you who want to try this at home. But her first experience of pegging was in a much more professional context. 
it's a little bit different to how some people would go about it, I suppose, because it was in a domination context, right? So the people that were being pegged wanted to be humiliated often as well. So she would often have them on a leash around their neck. So she'd have one hand on the leash from the back of the neck and then she'd have a cock on, um, so to speak. And then she would, you know, she was quite careful in how she went about it because you can't actually kind of just ram it up somebody. You've got to really work into it. And so, yeah, I was just basically watching this naked man on all fours being fucked from behind, but getting tons of pleasure out of it and absolutely loving it. And um, I suppose just watching the power dynamic flip was just a really incredible thing to see. And then by the time I moved on to doing it and experienced what it was like, it, it kind of blew my mind in how it changed my perspective on sexuality, actually. Because the, the sight of a woman in a harness with a cock is really just something you should see in your life if you never have. Even if you've got no interest in pegging and you never want to experience it either way, you should go and look at an image because it's really, really bold. And a beautiful woman dressed up in gorgeous, you know, leather gear with a massive penis rising out of her just looks magnificent, looks triumphant. I mean, that sounds like an incredible thing to see in your life. And for those of you who've been following our accompanying column on broadly.vice.com, you may have noticed the illustrations from Nile Cat. So just imagine what this one will look like. So the first time was this guy had requested a strap-on session. Um, in his dream, he wanted to be penetrated by two women separately, obviously, um, not double penetration. Although eventually we did do that for some people, I think. But she wouldn't have done that to me on my first time. <laughs> um, we tended to get quite nice clients, by and large. We had some like really slovenly old men, but actually, by and large, they they tended to be youngish professional guys who um, were very clean and like had them had themselves together and very respectful. And he was just a classic one of those. It started with a spanking session, and then he had to show his penis and have some small penis humiliation. And then it was kind of like, well, my cock's bigger, and you're going to worship it now, so to speak. So she 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 had her cock on from the start, I remember, and um, she made him give her a blow job which again is like quite a remarkable thing because actually you'll learn a lot watching a man give a fake penis a blowjob about one what how much crap porn he's watched but two actually like tips and tricks like things that he would probably like men tend to give head like they would like to receive head just like full on like really really going like much harder than I would have gone for it at that point just like severe thrusting action gagging all the time like trying to please her with this gagging action I think which I found quite funny um (laughs) and then and then she was like right enough I've had enough of this um it's time to get fucked and and I remember she she spread him yeah she kind of like put him on his forearms actually because if you're going to be in position for a long time it's better to be on your forearms it's quite hard to have your arms up and then she got tons of lube um, which is obviously what you need. She put a condom over her cock because if you're using the, them with other people, you've got to be extra safe. And also it's just cleaner. It's like the easiest thing to be clean with. She wore a glove as well. So she used her fingers to start off with just to make sure that he was like loose enough because he was somebody that had a lot of strap on play before. Like if you never have, you can't just go in for the cock. Like you have to work somebody up with fingers and a butt plug before they can be fucked right basically but he was kind of like he was more experienced and then she just like slowly slowly you know like inch by inch like slid into him and just you know she was like thrusting very gently and then just like working it up like building up the pace building up the like the depth and I think he was wanking himself off at the same time so that he could have have a sort of like he was getting anal stimulation and then had an orgasm which was like much more explosive for him 
she was really basically just showing me. I mean, I'd seen loads of times, but she was kind of like giving me a commentary as she was doing it and saying that this is what he likes next. And this is, you know, he's such a little bitch. He's going to do this next. It's just really, really funny thinking about it. And we, we could laugh at him quite easily. Like it was kind of part of the game. Like he loved being laughed at. So, you know, it's not that we were having to hide it. Um, and then once he'd had a little rest, she was like, oh, well, you know, uh, Jamie, that was my name at the time, my fake name. She was like, Jamie's going to lose her. Uh, strap on virginity on you how do you feel about it and obviously it was like the best thing in the world for him ever you can't really pay for that actually it's like quite hard to find somebody that's never done it if they're pros um she had bought me a special cock and harness we had gone to choose it the week before and it slid in quite nicely to this tiny leather harness that I had that was like perfectly crafted for a woman and it sat really nicely on your bum and I remember it being very flattering and looking in the mirror and just being very pleased with the overall aesthetic I put my harness on put my cock through the hoop and then she came and put a condom on me and then she lubed me up and she just showed me what to do because he was already open by that point. So it wasn't like I had to break him in again. And, and that was it. I just entered him. And it was just like, I can just remember it so distinctly because I was just like mesmerized by what I was doing. Um, the other thing is that because he had quite a lot of experience, he knew to arch back onto me, which it makes it easier for the guy. And I found that also like baffling because you could see him kind of like relinquishing, which was just kind of like a really incredible thing to see, which I never had experienced really. And then I think he managed, he definitely managed a second orgasm. It took him a bit longer, I think, but I needed the practice, right? So it was absolutely fine. (laughs) (laughs) We've covered a lot of first times in this podcast, but this is probably one of the more positive experiences we've heard so far. Nikki had a supportive dom, she had great equipment, but how was it for him? He was like, oh, this is the best day ever. Because that was his fancy, right, to get fucked by two women. And also, like, my um, my work partner, she kind of, like, went in front of him and was, like, teasing him and, like, describing what I was doing to him at the same time. So he was, like, completely overloaded in a sensory way. Well, first of all, it actually created more empathy, I think, in me for one, what a hard time. This is going to sound absolutely bizarre and it is a little bit different for men, but actually fucking someone is quite hard work, um, physically hard work. And I think as a woman that's slightly older now, like I definitely fuck the men that I have sex with, but I never did when I was younger and I probably didn't put much effort in, like not much thrusting and not much like, you know, I wasn't really doing much of the maneuvering, but whereas for men, like they they tend to literally lead with their penises. Um, And obviously it's different for them because they're getting a pleasure sensation out of the actual fucking. But getting the hip motion right and the continuous thrusting and like then when they're asking for more and you've got to go hard and you're tired and you can't stop and all that kind of thing, it made me realise like, oh, actually sometimes it was quite hard work for men. But also it was the idea of when somebody is kind of like down before you and they're open, literally opening their body up to you, they are incredibly vulnerable and you have a magnificent amount of power. And I'd never really thought about sex like that the other way around because I'd never felt a sort of disadvantage when I had sex with men or, um, you know, subjugated in any way. But I realized that actually I was very like physically vulnerable um, in that situation. So it, it gave me a new respect for, for lots of men that I'd been with when I thought about like how carefully they'd had sex with me, basically. Um, and then at the same time, made me understand why so many men just cannot get a grip on their penises. <laughs> Once Nikki got to grips of pegging in a professional BDSM context, then she took it to real life. Obviously, having been a dom, I had tons of experience, so I should have been very confident. But there was something about doing it in an intimate relationship that 
I, I just felt hesitant about. And I think it was because I didn't want them to feel upset or belittled or res resentful or regretful afterwards. And I had much more care for the, the, you know, the kind of like the afterthought. So it took me a while to, to kind of like agree to do it. And I also was a little bit apprehensive that it would become like the defining sex act of our relationship, which I didn't really want it to. Like, I really like being fucked. So I didn't want to swap it over. I'm also bisexual. Um, so I've had relationships with women where, you know, it kind of like swaps around and I knew what I enjoyed the most sexually, but it didn't happen like that. It just became like something we would do every so often, like a couple of times a year mm -hmm. when he was in the mood and it took him a long time to be in the mood. Before I interviewed Nikki, I had no idea that pegging was all about this kind of power play. I just assumed it was a physical thing, like men have a prostate there for a reason. Why not stimulate it? He liked the exchange of energy. I think for men, it can be a real burden to feel that they have to be the one leading with the cock all the time, even if lots of them just do it without even realising it. But for others that are more sensitive and are more in touch with their submissive or kind of feminine side, then it's much more interesting to them, I think, to be met by female power. Obviously, like most sex acts, how much you enjoy pegging is totally dependent on the context. So how did the dynamic change in the bedroom? I definitely felt turned on because I felt like it was something that I was good at. So I liked that. So I was getting a bit of ego fix from it. Um, I felt like it was a special thing because there would have been lots of women that wouldn't have wanted to. So I, was, I felt happy that I could give my partner this thing that he really wanted. Um, and also just like, yeah, by that point, like I said, I started to physically appreciate the act much more. Um, and as long as my body was being touched and I had this really good harness and I was getting stimulated as I was doing it. So overall, it was a really good experience. I, I just felt like it was really special. I felt it was special that he let me. I felt proud of him for like being honest about his desires because it's something that lots of people could have used against him or kind of like, you know, he knew I was open. So it was a kind of a different situation for him. And I, I did feel turned on by it. I did feel turned on by it. And I, and I also, because I'd had so much practice in my cock by then, mm -hmm. had sort of started to create a bond with it. Like, <laughs> this is going to sound totally mad. But I remember... When I was much younger, I learned to still walk and they always taught us that we had to see the still as an extension of our leg to really feel comfortable on it. And with a strap on, it's exactly the same. It has, you, it has to feel like an extension of your body for you to really be in control of it. And it also meant that I felt more able to ask for some of the things that I wanted to experiment with. It was like, it created a bit of a kind of like to and fro dynamic that was actually positive for us. Because I think I'd been quite cagey about things because I was always so anxious that men would judge me for it even if they said they liked it and especially if they were really into it that always worried me as well because then I felt like they were seeing the dom and not the person so I tended to hide my proclivities just because um I wanted to come across as kind of regular as possible for a while afterwards now I don't give a fuck but at the time I, I needed a bit of rehabilitation I have to admit I'm now totally sold on pegging as a concept after listening to Nikki I've never thought about any of this stuff before. And okay, so it's not your typical garden variety sex act, and it definitely includes a little bit more specialist equipment. But I feel like maybe every straight guy should try pegging at least once in his life because it might loosen him up, literally and metaphorically. And as for women, it might be enlightening in a totally different way. Everybody is totally capable, but you just have to build up to it gradually and and you have to find the right man. Like you have to find somebody who's genuinely interested in it. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Like with everything, like you don't want to do things that the other person isn't into. Mm. Um, and I think pegging is no different. But I think a surprising number of men are into it or would love to try it. And I think 
we are seeing <laughs> an explosion, of, I think, of a better word. We're definitely seeing the rise in sales of cocks and strap-on harnesses. And we know that more people are pegging and talking about it more freely. It's funny Nikki mentions this because I've just received an email from a leading sex toy brand putting pegging as one of their top sex acts for the new year. They say, it seems like the secret's out. 2018 might be the year the wave breaks and pegging makes it into vanilla bedrooms. If you're single, it's much easier than if you're in a relationship in many ways, because you could just put a call out for a hookup on a BDSM hookup site and find somebody who's got experience. You could always go to professional dominatrix and explain that you wanted to try it. Um, I don't think that's a bad way to do it all. If you're in a couple or if you're partnered up, then you're seeing people, then it's a bit more difficult. But I think just start with like gentle bum encouragement with your girlfriend or partner. So just say things like, I really like having my bum touched. That's a really easy way to start the conversation. And then just get them comfortable with like giving you a bum rub and then get them comfortable with like touching your bum. And and I think again, like if you work them up that way, then you can you can get somebody to the point where they understand it'd be really pleasurable for you. And it's not as offensive as just buying a cock and being like, I really need you to put this on and fuck me with it. Everyone has to feel confident, right? Like they have to feel encouraged and feel confident and feel safe. So like the, you can never give someone too much encouragement about something that they're doing for you, telling them how much it would turn you on, how much you would really love it. But, but then again, never push it because it's like they've got to consent. So if they're really not into it, you just have to leave it and either wank about it for the rest of your life or do it in a different relationship. Thanks for listening to My First Time, a podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing and I'm the UK editor. This episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you've got ideas for future episodes, first time sex stuff, get in touch at broadly.editor@vice.com. And if you like what we do, leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.